Sujadar Prabhudesai is the co-founder of Adapt India. He is the winner of second highest civilian award of Thane City and also World Bank Youth Prize awardee. He is currently also serving as executive director at IFSP and he is a global shaper at World Economic Forum. He is a member of Indo-Pacific Circle and also featured as LinkedIn top profile in the year 2020. In fact, he is not new to the TGV audience. He was already featured on TGV 74 where he spoke about career development opportunities in development organizations. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Friends, I am your host Navin Shamala, just a fellow IT professional on a mission to make the world a better place to live. And through the guiding voice, we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for joining me. Vidyadhar, welcome back to the guiding voice and thank you for being part of our journey. Yes, thank you, Naveen, and it's and a hearty uh, welcome introduction for you. It's always been uh, my pleasure to interact with you. I've interacted uh, with you in in the past as well, and it has been a very enriching experience personally for me. I've learned a lot, uh, you know, myself by interacting with you, with interacting uh, on the podcast, and uh, the response that I got was was amazing. And I look forward for our conversations uh, in in the coming uh, podcast as well. Definitely with the other, and this time I really love the topic that you have brought into the fore, which is about uh, child adoption rate. And as you may be aware, TGV is dedicating certain episodes for the community. For example, last year we touched a few aspects of LGBTQ, and this year this is the very first topic, which is serving the purpose of giving back to the community. And I'm uh, really glad. that you have proposed this topic and let's get into the conversation so vidya the first and foremost question that comes to my mind is when it comes to child adoption rate right it is considerably lower in india compared to the west and compared to rest of the countries and all so why do you think child adoption rate is low in india okay so we need to look at this problem in in multiple dimensions there's no one single dimension to it for example uh, if i if, if i have to put this in an economic perspective there is a demand uh, and supply gap is what i i think you know based on my experience and my knowledge uh, working in this in this space i understand that uh, there are issues at the supply side which when i say supply it is basically to deal with uh, the the agencies that are involved in in child adoption the children themselves so uh, uh, there's a uh, uh, there's an estimate by uh, the by the unicef that there are almost about uh, uh, 30 million uh, children who are abandoned and uh, a kind of orphaned in india and that's just an estimate it's not an actual figure but uh, if you look at the formal people who are uh, in the former channel is is not even uh, you know 500000 so that's a very huge gap uh, to look at it so first there are issues at the supply level where there are you know very, very less number of children are getting into the formal system of, of adoption and there are various hurdles uh, uh, to it the, the process itself currently runs in silo so there are multiple agencies involved which helps children to get into the formal channel of adoption so for example 
you have uh, the regulator which is a uh, which is called as cara the uh, central uh, adoption resource authority in india the nodal agency for adoption then uh, there are the state adoption agencies who are taking care of of, of these uh, children currently so, and then uh, there are again law other enforcement agencies like like a police or a cwc which is child welfare committees or ncpcr getting involved in uh, in in, in some of the aspects in the process so there are many agencies that are involved and they operate in in silos which is where uh, the legal process of you know involving the children into a formal uh, channel is kinds of case late though the new adoption regulation has actually fast fast tracked uh, this and i i'm seeing some of the you know adoptions are getting getting on a fast track mode but yes the problem is very large and uh, that needs to be tackled at one end that's when i talk about the supply side but we also need to understand that there is a lack in in the demand side also okay adoption uh, is not even considered uh, is not even considered as one of the family planning alternatives people so as uh, as quoted uh, in the by uh, aims uh, the all india medical institute uh, uh, there are almost 30 million uh, you know couples which are infertile and young uh, in india currently so almost 15 to 20 percentage of our young couples are getting infertile but yet they are not even considering uh, this as an option and all as an alternative to uh, uh, alternative mechanism of uh, of of you know family planning as such hence this uh, is uh, one thing there are, there are a lot of things which which needs to be tackled over here firstly the child ad- you know adoption itself is is considered as a taboo uh, they there are people who are who do not uh, you know think that uh, this is a legitimate way of 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 a family planning kind of a thing uh, they there are various religious biases which are which are there in uh, in, in this people think that uh, children should be of of blood uh, lineage only and and they, that's when they are they are considered to be the real uh, heirs of of the in the family and they will carry on uh, their their legacy their generation their properties their wealth and that's where uh, uh, we need to consider uh, that, uh, uh, that you know these kind of uh, disbeliefs or or taboos to be to be cleared off so there there are issues at the demand side there are several issues at at the supply side both needs to get addressed to actually bring down or or increase uh, the the level of adoption uh, in india hmm i think you brought in some important aspects apart from this demand supply ratio one thing that uh, stuck my mind is legitimacy and people have that particular thing okay in case if i am raising a child it would be it should be from my blood lineage and all right so those are certain uh, things which we have to take care and all but i'm i'm glad that an organization like adapt india has come forward to deal with increasing the child adoption rate so how is your organization helping to increase the child adoption rate and what is your vision in the first place so our vision is very simple uh, we are looking at the problem at in, in both the sides so uh, the from the demand side we are looking at uh, you know you know advocating uh, adoption as an alternative uh, to a family planning and we want to bring this uh, uh, adoption as a mean uh, alternative itself uh, there are mythological references uh, you know if i have to quote so uh, lord krishna has been uh, has been himself adopted and, and i don't think so there is a biggest example in this earth uh, beyond this uh, to talk about uh, uh, adoption prophet muhammad himself was uh, was adopted sita has been adopted uh, karna has been adopted 
Shakuntala has been adopted. So all these uh, references in Hindu, Hindu mythology have, uh, have examples of adoption and it has been there historically uh, in, in our lineage also. And still, uh, there shouldn't be any uh, tabis around it. There shouldn't be any biases around it. There shouldn't be anything... Uh, uh, you know, uh, bad about it, and yet, uh, you know, it's not happening. So that uh, you know, clarity needs to be uh, to be brought in. And uh, one of the things that we we are looking at is working uh, on increasing uh, the demand uh, aside, wherein we want more and more people to come forward and consider adoption. Probably, uh, we would draw probably uh, some of the campaigns uh, to uh, to pledge for uh, for, for uh, probably uh, that would probably increase uh, uh, the demand. So currently, if I looked at uh, the registered parents, it's only about 30,000, so which is a very absolutely low number of people interested uh, to adopt a child. So we want that number to go, go up to about, about a million or a five million, probably over the, the three to three to four years of, of time. So that is one area that we are looking at to address. The second area we are looking at uh, to address is to have a systematic uh, process change itself by by using technology to to help uh, so the current process are running in silos as i mentioned and the only way to deal with is to have a technological driven solution which probably uh, needs a, a reworking on uh, on on the processes itself so we are looking at uh, uh, you know considering a blockchain to to address this uh, specific issue uh, uh, in that so, so that uh, there is a counter uh, uh, checking there is uh, transparency involved and there is a minimum uh, you know, human intervention involved in in the whole process. Uh, right now, um, you know, what what is also happening uh, is is that and it's very shocking to know that there are uh, incentives given to people uh, to, uh, to to traffic a particular uh, child. When I say traffic, it is probably not uh, uh, you know bringing the child uh, into formal adoption. Rather than there is an incentive given to sell uh, the babies or, or the child uh, in informally to, to anybody in, in India. And I myself received offers uh, when I was. Uh, you know, adoptive rather than in the process of adoption. So uh, this is something which I hear of every day. I hear of, I read about that uh, you know, in, in the news also and still uh, an only technic, tech, tech solution if you bring into here that will bring in a lot of transparency uh, over here. Hmm. Yeah, so I also wanted to understand that uh, you know uh, there are several laws which are which are also involved in in, in a few uh, adoption phase. So uh, for for example, there is uh, under uh, Hindu for Hindu it is a uh, Hama which is which is Hindu Adoption and Maintenance Act for which which covers uh, uh, religions like Hindu Jains uh, and all that. There is no specific law as far as Parsis uh, uh, are concerned. The Christianity does not allow uh, adoption, while uh, in the case of uh, Islam the uh, only uh, guardianship uh, is is considered as a uh, uh, legitimate of uh, adoption as such they don't allow for complete adoption but they consider as only as a guardianship and uh, we think that uh, uh, there needs to be a uniform law considering over and above this religion uh, to be in place so that is one uh, another uh, uh, legal aspect uh, to look at it which we are looking at uh, making sure that uh, there is a uniform civil code as far as uh, adoption is concerned Okay. So you spoke about blockchain. I think that comes handy as a technology. And are there any, other than the technology aspect, are there any special campaigns that you guys are leading for Adapt India? Okay. So one of the campaigns that I run personally, you know, prior, uh, you know, to even uh, uh, formalize uh, the movement, uh, the movement came uh, in later, but uh, I stuck on, uh, 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 and that actually came from my personal experience. Uh, my 
uh the case of my daughter uh you know at that led to uh, to define so my daughter was abandoned and she was found in uh, in in bushes and when she when the emergency help reached uh, reached her and taken to the hospital she was already bitten by uh, you know insects and she had to spend a couple of uh, months in the icu intensive care unit in a district hospital so it it actually deteriorated her health and uh, we have been warned about uh, her health to keep a watch until uh, she is a little mature enough uh, to to handle uh, the herself as such so there has been a impact of of these cases on her health and and again you know her health and her struggle actually made uh, me to think about uh, people who are abandoned and uh, and, and and thrown on thrown in in, in jungles bushes uh, garbages and all to to look at uh, uh, the thing so we we thought about uh, a process where which could help people to to locate uh, the child care institutions or uh, agencies which are which are actually legalized to adopt so uh, like uh, i i ran a campaign which is called uh, you know making a signage mandatory for uh, these institutions so they could uh, put up a signage on on the on the outside their their agency on on a terrace which is actually visible it is similar to an any of uh, your medical plus sign so which people come to know that uh, from a distance that okay there is something nearby a hospital nearby or a pharmacy nearby where they can get a medical help so similarly the cradle points uh, uh, in india to mandatory display this signage so that people whoever wants to uh, uh, to uh, to give away the child they can actually volunteer and give away uh, them to the center rather than in a safe place rather than uh, abandoning uh, in in a uh, in a uh, in in a dark bushes or or garbage kind so that's one campaign which which was actually successful and uh, uh, that uh, regulation had come in very effective and uh, uh, it's got uh, getting a, you know implemented across uh, india currently so that's one uh, success that we are we are looking at then we are looking at uh, to uh, run a campaign which would uh, you know draw uh, pledges uh, from people uh, to adopt and that is another campaign which is under planning uh, it's it's uh, we are we are currently in the planning phase where we are looking at partnering with uh, with uh, with corporates uh, uh, to to look at uh, you know you know streamlining their uh, leave policy for you know including adoption as one of uh, the uh, you know uh, leave mechanisms where people can uh take maternity and paternity leaves if they are also considering adoption apart from uh, 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 what is giving now for for a for a, a biological child or or a surrogate child uh, yeah. so so that is one other inclusion that we are drawing so probably that would help us uh, to have uh, more company more com- people from the these companies to to look at adoption then we are looking at working with with the schools uh, insurance organizations uh, to to offer insurance policies probably offer education free of cost to children who are getting uh, adopted uh, over here so the by that way you know these kind of incentives can actually help uh, getting the kids adopted so those are some of the areas which we are working upon we are also working upon looking at uh, the legal aspects as well as as i mentioned about uh, uh, the need for a uniform uh, civil or law self as well adoption is concerned you know the law should be over and above your religious laws and uh, currently there is only one which is a juvenile uh, uh, justice act which is taking care of uh, which covers both adoption and as well as crime against uh, children but uh, we need to have a specialized act in in place as far as child adoption is concerned which will uh, which will uh, have uh, over overall 
uh, you know operations guidelines uh, other legal aspects of it and uh, in terms of uh, uh, rules on responsibility of, of people the role of governments role of agencies the role of parents end to end a specific act as far as adoption is concerned is what we are looking to, to propose yeah that's great and uh, wonderful to know about your initiatives and uh, at any point in time if you need support from tgv from the guiding west platform we are ready to spread the message and my request to our audience is please look out our social media platform and uh, take a cognizance of the posts anything related to child adoption and all and do your bit by socializing them so that's great to know uh, with the other and taking a step back you said you have adapted a child by yourself right so which is so inspiring because you are kind of leading by example and maybe you can share with our audience how is it like being an adapted father right so how how, how is your feeling and uh, do you think you made the right decision what's your take on that see um my the whole objective is to normalize adoption and not consider adoption as any special case so that's where i am i am coming from it so uh, the process uh, or or the joy or or the happiness that we got is is as similar as you know even uh, uh, we have a even if we had a biological child the, the happiness that that we get is is, al- is always same so it's it's your child and um, you know uh, your your time goes into every day in terms of uh, Uh, we are getting uh, 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 my daughter ready my my time goes at you know giving uh, uh, her care her love uh, and everything is goes so we are not differentiating between uh, uh, any uh, as adopted child or uh, or a biological child. so that's one area that also we need to uh, address that and uh, probably i don't know whether i mean whether uh, uh, i don't know i actually don't know how do how do i exactly put this but my feelings as, as a father is is a father as a, a father itself for my child uh, it will not change uh, you know depending up, uh, upon whether it's my biological child or whether it's uh, an adopted child uh, my process and my my love for the child is always uh, the same and it will always bloom uh, as as these uh, uh, pass by she's actually started uh, going to to a daycare school kind of thing and which is where uh my joy has actually gone uh, much bigger and as, as i see her grow as i see her learn different things uh definitely i mean we are we are happy as as a couple wonderful i'm i'm glad to know that and uh, probably this might motivate uh, our audience and whoever is based out of india and if they are looking for more information around uh, adapting a child in india i'm going to curate next set of questions around that so to begin with let me ask you this who is eligible to adapt in india uh anybody is eligible there are no direct guidelines as such but uh, you can adopt as a single parent uh, male single parent or a female single parent uh, there is a restriction currently where a male parent can only adopt a male child but a but a female single parent can adopt uh, uh, you know any gender uh, child can adopt as uh, as a couple uh, you know but you need to be married and probably at least about two or three years is what over here you need to be more financially sound uh, uh, mentally sound and ment- uh, you know physically fit uh, to adopt a child that's a basic rule which is there uh, and uh, which is there for any any parent uh, even even uh you know when you are doing any uh, going for a biological child you always look at these aspects also you know uh, in terms of uh, 
whether we are ready as, as a parent to pair a child and all those things so those are the very similar things where uh, the criteria of eligibility as such mm-hmm. uh, there is a set process to be followed up in terms of uh, you need to be registered uh, with with cara first and they will ask for you certain documentation uh, for it and probably after that is completed uh, the nearest uh, adoption agency will will contact you uh, they will conduct uh, home study first and once your home study is successfully done uh you are uh, you are actually in the in, in the pipeline of of an adoptive uh, prospective adoptive parent and then the, the average waiting time is roughly about couple of years because of the gap which is there and one of the areas that we are looking at is to reduce this uh, time uh, of couple of years to probably less than 6 months wherein once you register you should be able to uh, get a child in, in less than 6 months and the gap currently is is there because of the the challenges that we have uh, in terms of limited number of children and, and limited number of uh, parents getting adopted so once we are correct this uh, supply and the demand uh, side probably this time would uh, would reduce uh, by hmm wow that, that's so useful information vidya there and now you said the single males can adopt only male child and whereas yeah. single female can adopt either male or female and what about the case of a couple like can these adoptive parents ask for a specific child saying that i want a male child or a female child is there a possibility yes 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 the current uh, uh, law gives you your choice so but again there are uh, conditions so for example if you already have a uh, two biological children and you want to adopt you can only adopt a special child you cannot adopt a normal child then uh, your age uh, or your composite age determines the the age of the child for example if you are looking to uh, adopt uh, a child between 0 to 2 years then your composite age when i say when in, in case of couple the male uh, the, the father and the mother total age cannot be more than 85 years so if your com- composite age is above 85 years then probably you will get a child above 2 years and if it is and there are slabs so 0 to 2 years it is it is about up to 85 probably about 2 uh, to 4 years is is 90 92 to 95 then uh, you know 8 uh, 4 to 8 is about between up, up to 100 and uh, uh, above 8 years 8 to 18 years is is above 110 totally or something like that so that's your uh, uh, the the broad range as, as far as age gaps are concerned this is what it is the the problem also is that uh, you know as the child grows about four the chances of getting adopted becomes less and uh, probably that is also one area that we will look to address in terms of you know every child get an equal an op- uh, opportunity uh, for getting adopted and for that people with uh, with older ages uh, uh, probably com- composite age more than 90 more than 100 years of age should should come in and register for it so individual age uh, above 50 is 55 is not allowed but composite age if it took total about about 100 years yes we will uh, the system allows them to adopt uh, children over and above 8 years of age mm. so that is one area that we are looking to address in terms of you know having older children uh, getting more also eligible uh the the reason is that uh, uh, a child grows well uh, within a family uh, in terms of education nurturing required 
uh, her uh, for for their mental and uh, physical growth every aspect of it is getting taken in terms of education and all uh, the problem in 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 the case of uh, if they live continuously uh, in orphanages or or child care institution they tend to have some bit of uh, you know mental uh, repercussions uh, you know, phys- uh, there there could be uh, other physical challenges that that they would end up uh, facing it uh, there are again uh, uh crimes that we see in an orphanage that happens uh, to children so that's always a risk of having uh, you know letting the child leave in orphanage and i believe that uh, at at certain point of age there shouldn't be any any orphanages left over uh, uh, and whatever children are there should get uh, uh, find a family for themselves so it's a problem not with the children it's a problem with the parent and their mindset uh, mainly the children are there available but there are no parents also to yeah. adopt so that's uh, uh, where we we come from and we try to uh, you know address uh, this challenge mm. excellent insights and personally this is a kind of eye opening conversation to me and i i'm learning a lot of stuff and when it comes to child eligibility like 0 to 4 years is what is ideal in your opinion and uh, you guys are trying to spread awareness and create some new rule where in children above 4 years should also be adapted is my understanding correct partly uh, so when i say about um, there are various categories of children so 0 to 2 2 to 4 4 to 8 and 8 to 18 uh, you know above 18 it's not adoption they are they are already adults so uh, we are looking at uh, child between 0 to 18 categories the 0 to 2 and 2 to 4 are the categories which are getting uh, most uh, attention to because parents are young they are probably under 40 45 and that's where uh these category are uh, getting uh, uh, adolescent children are getting adopted easier and they are young and they can get you know get adjusted well in the family also otherwise if a child is not uh, getting adjusted in the family the parents also tend to return back the child to the orphanage again if the, uh, you know if the child is not getting adjusted so uh, above four if the child becomes in there is a challenge at the parent it also to handle Uh, uh mentally physically and because the child has go- already grown and he uh, he had his own uh, way of of thinking uh, you know behaving and some of the parents face challenges is to handle uh, their behavior uh, as such so uh, we are also looking at addressing uh, this this gap for of, of you know you know children who are above 4 or above 8 kind of a, a category to to have a you know psychological counseling done uh, with the parents so that uh, people encourage are getting encouraged to adopt children of of a older age as well wow that's that's so nice and uh, i'm i'm it is glad that things are moving in the right uh, direction and uh, for those of you who are watching this episode or listening right kindly share awareness around adapt a child uh, campaign and that would be of immense help and it would help both the parents as well as uh, children that are orphans and looking for some better life and let us make a difference guys and vidya that this has been fabulous conversation but uh, let's lighten up the mood of our audience uh, if you are okay uh-huh. i'm going to kick off a quick rap sure, no problem no problem <laughs> right. cool so here comes my first question have you ever slept in a classroom uh yes i was uh, i slept uh, even 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 as an adult so training sessions in corporate and all those things i end up sleeping so it's <laughs> a natural phenomenon okay fair enough moving to the next one uh, if you could ask a sage or god any question that you want to know the answer to what would you ask 
i don't have any random question uh, coming to mind but if it is uh, a question uh, probably i would ask you know why why was was not her, not with me for the first few months when she was going through a tough time at all yeah. that that that's so profound and i impressive one let's move to the next one can you describe yourself in just one word uh cynic awesome and uh, did you ever steal anything from anyone uh if i have to put it uh, that way then i look at uh, you know learning from from people as in uh, uh, their ideas or their way of looking at it i look at uh, this not as a you know stealing or opportunity or thing like that but i always look at uh, learning from from each other it's called peer learning uh, either it's colleagues or it is uh, uh, friends or uh, or any other interactive coworkers or anything in my, in my in my organization or mm. outside my organization beat client partners vendors whatever it is so we always learn from each other and that's how i would uh, look at it and i always do that because i believe that peer learning is is more uh, important than than a learning from from a teacher or i don't uh, uh, demean or or de, uh, uh, degrade that kind of a learning but i believe peer learning is more important uh, in in today's life you need to uh, grow well in wherever you are excellent perspective with the other and uh, this one is the last one for the rapid fire what is one electronic gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself Uh, probably a gadget uh, which would take uh, to a past kind of time machine there are gadgets which which are which are looking at uh, future but i think uh, there, there should be a gadget which could take in uh, to your past and probably uh, uh, there are psychological uh, tools available but i uh, there is no scientific tool available which actually lets you see your past so i definitely want to uh, see my past i mean i don't have memories of it so i would probably look at uh, what right what wrong i have done and probably learn from that and then move on wonderful so uh, we'll we'll close here and rejoin okay we have just 2 minutes because i want to ask you two more questions that that was fabulous rapid fire round and i thoroughly enjoyed a lot and i'm sure our audience got to know the other side of uh, vidyadhar and one thing what uh, i have learned personally is you have that appetite for learning and you have that appetite for making a difference and so on so kudos to your spirit with that let's flip back to the mainstream and before i let you go i have two questions let me fire the first oh. one what will be your key message to our audience in the context of uh, adapting a child or in the context of community building nation building or contributing to a major cause see um, in terms of uh, nation building or community uh, building i uh, i would say probably uh, it's it's personal choice rather than uh, you know imposed kind of uh, act kind of a thing so i if if people are mature enough to uh, to look at uh, causes uh, you know in and around themselves it could be uh, it could be anything probably uh, even planting a tree or or probably even helping uh, a blind man cross the road small acts like like this counts a big so uh, don't uh, be afraid or don't uh, uh, be shameful of uh, doing such small acts keep doing it uh, some way or the other this would help eventually uh, to build a, a better india and and a better future so that's what i believe so i've been doing uh, 
the whole movement of my act actually actually happened with a small act i had never intended to uh, to do uh, anything bigger but uh, it's a small effort which i have taken uh, gradually i let figured out that the problem is not as small as i was thinking uh, the problem is much bigger much challenging and uh, i am okay to it uh, i i know that uh, the consequences of of getting into uh, this particular thing i am i'm actually getting uh, i don't know w- what to say but Uh, yes so so it's it's a bigger problem that uh, that i am looking at uh, as adoption it's and it's directly related uh, to uh, a bigger uh, the crime and and trafficking uh, world so which is where uh, the concern also comes in as in uh, not not uh, a concern of of life or anything like that but uh, at at some point of time we will get uh, that uh, that too. so um, you know i take a learning and one of the things that you mentioned about uh, uh, copying right a specific question on copying was there so the child uh, adopt india movement is almost taken a you know good inspiration from a movement called organ india so if you uh, heard about organ india as a organization or, or a movement as such they try to address a problem of organ trafficking uh, wherein organs were getting sold in uh, uh, illegally and uh, through hospitals at a higher price points whatever it would be so they adopt you know started a movement uh, you know encouraging people to donate organs so that uh, the, there is a legitimate supply of organs and uh, the people who are in the need of it are are getting access to to legitimate supply so which is where uh, our learning also comes in there is a huge gap in supply and demand of of, of children as such so in terms of uh, um, children are not getting uh, into the formal channel of adoption and there is a problem where there are no parents to to adopt so uh, the a movement like this is trying to address a bigger problem uh, of, of of this so my inspiration uh, always started with small uh, i take uh, learned from uh, already an existing idea which was which was there and has become a successful we thought to, to replicate some part of it uh, in our own way so looking forward uh, to more challenges uh, to address uh, and and i actually putting my life on on this activity itself yeah in fact i was surprised the first time when we spoke about it and um, i am really happy to see people like you who are dedicating your life to the community and all it's not that easy it requires a lot of uh, sacrifice and most importantly patience perseverance and many more things and also you will be under constant social pressure from your parents and relatives saying that why are you behind those kind of things when somebody is making so much of money i know i, I don't know about the financial aspects of how it is going to benefit but i am looking more at the larger cause and all so on that note uh, salute to everything that you are doing and uh, I, as i said earlier you can count on the guiding voice platform for any kind of support that you need and please continue do continue doing whatever you so are i'll reach out to you for help absolutely i will absolutely. reach out to you for help definitely absolutely. i'll reach out to you absolutely and on that note uh, before i let you go one final question you were featured uh, on tgv platform in 2020 mm-hmm. as part 2021 the episode got released and uh, yeah. that was 74th episode and right now this is 300 plus episodes oh and you are in 2023 so what is the difference that you have seen in your experience getting interviewed by the platform and what has been what are certain changes that you have noticed and anything you can share openly i'm i'm 
ready to take it yeah so one big change the last time was audio call and this time is a video call <laughs> so that's uh, that's thing and last time there were two people and now it is only one person so that's one big change uh you know which is which is there so uh, apart from that i i really like the idea of of you know um, transcripting all the interactions and and circulating it uh, through a book which is actually more um, probably i don't know about uh, the the numbers behind uh, the book part of it but this is actually a very good uh, initiative of, you know apart from you know, doing podcast which uh, probably uh, your your traffic would have grown uh, from what was there in in 2020 and uh, currently yeah. a book always uh, kind of uh, helps uh, uh, it is always handy and people who are avid readers kind of thing they would love to read a book uh, also uh, from what they would uh, listen to so yeah. that is a big change uh, the second uh, big change in terms of approach and content so uh, earlier it was the, primary focus on career consulting uh, opportunities kind of a thing now uh, i feel that uh, you've grown uh, beyond career and uh, and opportunities part of it we are looking at uh, addressing social issues we're looking at uh, you know talking to people who have uh, uh, who are actually doing amazing work in indian and uh, their fields i i seldomly look at uh, or listen to the to the podcast not that i have heard all the 300 of of your episode but i seldomly keep on hearing uh, wherever it is uh, it is a you are actually also exploring a lot of other third party platforms to release this podcast where which has more uh, uh, traffic beyond uh, linkedin and and your uh, your platform so uh, it's actually fantastic uh, that you have grown uh, in uh, so much in in the last uh, couple of years yeah in fact uh, we were not listed in the global top 10% when we interviewed for the first time but right now Uh, at the time of interview we are at uh, global 3% and by end of 2023 we want to be in uh, global top 1% and it is all happening because of uh, speakers and the listeners and the community that we are building around and thank you so much for the kind words and in fact uh, i didn't speak about uh, the book so far in this podcast officially but here is the time uh, since vidyadhar mentioned and uh, folks in case if you haven't uh, checked out our book released the first volume of tgv inspiring lives which featured about 22 conversations out of 300 plus conversations that we have had in the last two and a half years and the criteria was very simple uh, whoever uh, has touched the community whoever is trying to make a difference we featured them of course we have not featured all of them because uh, we wanted to do it in volumes so volume 1 is already released and it is available on amazon both in the paperback format as well as uh, kindle in case if you haven't ordered one i strongly recommend you to order a copy and read the book i'm sure it is going to inspire you and you'll feel the value that you are spending right you'll you're going to realize and you're going to get that money back because you have put in lot of efforts thousands of hours of efforts have gone into building this platform to this stage and uh, book is one of the outputs but most importantly the output that which i am looking at is making a difference in your career and your and and in your life so that we can make this world a better place to live on that note uh, thank you so much uh, vidyadhar for being part of the journey and i really appreciate uh, your insights and time and uh, see you in the next episode you in the next episode navin and uh, good luck uh, with with the rest of the series uh, thanks a lot
So folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. Please subscribe to us in case if you haven't done already. Also, if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode. You know, today we had a wonderful conversation around uh, Adapt India, which is contributing to the causes of child adoption. And Vidyadhar and his team are striving really hard in order to increase the adoption child adoption rates in india which is a kind of great cause to work on so my trivia is also around adoption and here is the question do you know the earliest adoption in the history the earliest known adoption in the history is the pharaoh's daughter adopted baby moses and that was cited in the bible so likewise adoption has been common right from the ages in fact, Vidyadhar uh, has mentioned about uh, Hindu mythology as well as Muslim mythology, like depending on the community we belong to, definitely there are roots of adoption. And I also strongly support the cause of child adoption. Please come join the cause and let us together, let us make this world a beautiful place to live. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, folks, please do not forget to share your topic recommendations and guest speaker suggestions either through social media or email me at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com. I'm your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional, but a passionate learner on a mission to make this world a better place to live. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful